It's live on tape, as Stephen Colbert would say, right? Coming to you from Studio A. I don't know what you call it. <laughs> How about 3H? Oh, I like that. Studio 3H. You know, we were just talking about, th- this is the holiday season. I've been watching festive movies, Christmas movies, right? I mean... My husband has such a sweet spot for Christmas movies. I never did, though. I, I just never did until, you know, my mother was sick and she was watching all those Christmas movies. And now I think it's almost out of nostalgia that I do this. Oh, it's it's like a, it's like a respect thing for, for my mother. Mm. All these stories, they're all the same stories, aren't they? Two people that hated each other, then they see each other again. They find out that they didn't realize that the other actually didn't do what they thought they did. I mean, they're, they're so typical and they all take place in some made-up city that has mountains in the background beautiful most of them seem to be filmed in vancouver canada i think that's true you know but uh it it is what it is and and talking about that now we've made ourselves uh what are you drinking there tea yes i made myself a coffee there's a term that i learned this year from my wife lisa (laughs) i had never heard it before and that's Cafe Correcto <laughs> from her Italian heritage. Which, tell them what Cafe Correcto is. Well, when you get coffee, sometimes it needs to be corrected. By corrected, that means a little shot of whatever, Sambuca, right, now, a little grappa. I'm, I'm a quarter Italian, grew up with the Italian side, the, the whole D'Antonio clan, right? And the Baffas and the Buglieri's and everybody else's names who ended with eyes. But, but I'm also half Irish. So we just <laughs> refer to it as Irish coffee. Well, wait a minute. You're a quarter Italian, half Irish. Right. Are you, is there a part of you that's incomplete or? I, I'm only a three quarter <laughs> person. Well, I have the I have the French German side, and people that yes, look at me say, do. "How can you be French German?" Well, it's because when my grandfather was born, it was Germany, and then during World War One, apparently, it changed to France. So it was Alsace Lorraine, which yeah. just by the name, does that sound German to you? Where are you from? I am from Alsace Lorraine. Alsace Lorraine. It sounds much more French, doesn't it? Oh, good. I went to the post office today. We live in a little town in western New Jersey, northwestern New Jersey. And I went in to buy stamps. I wanted Christmas stamps. I needed a roll of stamps. And the person behind the counter said, we're out of stamps. (laughs) I've never gone to a post office that didn't have stamps. And it was funny because on the way in, we saw a UPS truck in the parking lot. And I said to Leo, what is he doing? Unloading a ton of stuff. <laughs> well, one of the packages he was bringing into the post office was a box of stamps. They so, probably bought them from Amazon. It was so funny. They were opening the box while I was waiting. Oh, here you go. Here's a roll. And I think I got snow globes this year. They were cute. Well, our town is so small. That they don't have stamps. They don't have stamps. They, they had to widen Main Street just to put a line down the middle of it. <laughs> the old joke well Leo and I took a road trip last week it was very short and sweet but on the way probably the night before really Leo started experiencing the perfect storm oh yeah toothache earache sore throat 
And it was a road trip. He was driving. It was going to be a considerable amount of hours on the road. But I did have it right before our road trip. And I was able to, at your insistence, by the way, and I mean insistence, <laughs> uh, go to an urgy center who gave me uh, a very strong uh, antibiotic. That's true. Thank goodness. And in addition, the Tylenol and the Advil, which were flowing like M&Ms in the front seat of the car. Yeah. I'll take Tylenol now. Okay, now I'll take the Advil. I, I'm hoping that I did understand it correctly years ago when I heard that you can switch off on Tylenol and Advil. Oh, my God. Dur it was... During the time frames, like, like Tylenol, it's every six hours. It was scaring so me. So at the three-hour mark, I was taking an Advil. It was really scaring me, the way you were popping those things back. Hey, it worked, didn't it? Well, it worked. We're back, and you seem to be doing much better. You had a trip to the dentist, and so I'm feeling a little more relaxed about that and as you said christmas season so we went to buy our tree we did at the place where we usually get it it's a cut your own and we were so excited we hopped in the truck and we drove there oh can i can i say it of course in, in the way that steinfeld would have done it of course no tree for you <laughs> no tree for you we weren't cutting trees down this year, apparently, they, because they, they, none of them were really ready. They wanted to wait until they were a little bit older. Well, they said they had they had opened the weekend before when we drove down to Florida. They said they had enough cut for that season that they don't want to overcut. So for the low bargain price of a hundred dollars, a hundred to two hundred, a hundred was the bottom that's line right. price yeah. for like a five foot tree. Yeah. You a could. bush. They're a bush. I mean, let, let's call <laughs> let's call a spade a spade. They're bushes they're selling this year. When I was a kid, when we were growing up, we would bring trees into the house that we would have to chop off six inches off the bottom. That's true. And chop and off like a foot off the top. And the top. And you drag it in, it was probably ten dollars. That's true. But I was you know, today you're buying five foot tall bushes. I mean, I, I feel like their moms must miss them. From Canada. From Canada. Well, some places. They yeah. weren't even local. They had tags on them. They were shipped here from Canada. That's true. That one I place. was so disappointed. And I have mixed feelings about cutting down a tree every year. But I know that in the area where we live, for every tree that's cut, many more are planted in its place. Some people are getting into the fake tree trend. I just can't do it. I, I guess know, I'm too old school. What, what did I tell you this year, though? When I saw the prices, I said to you, maybe this year we have to go buy a tree, uh, a fake tree. But like I you, was shocked I, to I, hear you I, say I, that. I know. Uh, me too. I, I can't even believe the words <laughs> came out of my mouth. But uh, Oh, there's a lot of weird things that come out of your there, mouth. There, there is, yeah. Uh, but I just couldn't bring myself to do it. But then we found in, in the middle of the town next to us in the, in the, the park, the Boy Scouts, the Boy Scouts of, America. of America were selling trees. And I thought, rather than going to, if we're going to pay that kind of money for a, a tree, I would rather do it from a local organization rather than um, the, the farm that's bringing in trees that you can no longer cut down trees from. Well, I wish we'd gotten the name of this sweet young boy. Oh, he's adorable, yeah. What a salesman. Leo just took to him instantly. Well, he came up with a clipboard. You know, if you've ever walked into a furniture store where the moment that you walk into the furniture store, somebody, come, they try to attach themselves, a salesperson, like, like a flea on a dog, <laughs> right? And 
they will just walk around with you while you're looking at things. And my game always in, in those stores is basically to try to make quick right or left moves to evade them. But they know their store too well. They'll, they'll cut you off. This young man, he had a clipboard, and I guess he was assigned to the next person who, who was there. There was like three or four Boy Scouts Lisa made the incorrect assumption that they were Cub Scouts or something because she said... No, no, no. I said Pinewood Derby. Oh, that's it. And, that, and, they, and he corrected me and he, he said, said, that's the Cub Scouts. That's the Cub Scouts. That's not the Boy Scouts. Um, <laughs> and, and this young man... I used uh, to love the Pinewood. ...who came up and said, so tell me what you're looking for. And I thought, whoa. I, and I, I didn't want to blow him off like oh, you blow adorable. off an adult at, uh, at a furniture store. So I, I looked at him. And he was looking up at me. We're here for a red tree. <laughs> and he looked up and with all sincerity, he looked up and said, we, we don't have any red trees. I said, well, what about white trees? We're looking for a white tree. And he said, we, we, we don't have any white trees. And Lisa looked at him and said, he's kidding. I think at the point when I said, I want a purple tree, he oh, understood right. that yeah. we were yeah. just having a little fun with him. Yeah. But he, he was great. He was terrific. He, then he, he pulled out his clipboard that had, uh, there were codes on all the trees. I mean, you know, I guess it's to the point of where you don't even put prices on things. When, when the bottom price is $100 mm. for a dead bush, which, by the way, you probably could buy that tree live at, at a, a nursery for under what it was costing us to, uh, to purchase it. He just decided to show us all these trees. So he was pulling them out. And with the clipboard, he was looking at the uh, tags on them, which was either A or B or C or D. or, And he's going through them with me. And I said, I get it. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at your clipboard. The tree that we're looking at is a B, so it's 100 bucks. No, it was more. Well, it was, yeah, it was $110, I think. And, and I ended up giving them $120 and just said thank you because they, they loaded it into the back of the pickup truck that you don't want me to have. <laughs> the gas guzzler. You also gave them a very bad idea. You know those big metal contraptions that have the netting? Oh, and they yeah, always pull yeah. your tree through and wrap it in the netting? Yeah, I did. Leo looks at this kid, and there are three or four other boys standing with him. And he says, okay, which one of you has put one of your friends through? Through the netting yet? Yeah. Oh I said, and know, the looks on their faces—they all got these devilish looks said, on you, their faces. You know, for the size of you guys, you could probably both jump through at once. Oh my god, it was so funny! I thought, okay, we're going to read about this in the paper, and they're going to be coming after you at some point. Let me ask you a question. I have a topic I want to talk about. You, since you brought up the trip uh, that we took right after Thanksgiving, uh, with my mouth uh, in. Severe distress. Sometimes, yeah. Thank, but thank goodness it, it, it worked out. You were going down to get to get checked. Everything came out fine for you. But my question for you is this. Yeah. Is it better to know or not know? That you're fine? Yeah. And the reason I'm thinking about this is we were talking about this today in the car. I, I, we had talked about this uh, in, in an earlier episode. I, I had a, a scare with uh, skin cancer. There, there was a melanoma and, and by the way, everybody, if, if you have a dot on yourself that's like, you know, you could draw it on with a, a small pen uh, and it's it's dark, you should go and get it checked out. I, I went Especially in, if it pops up out of nowhere. Yeah, I went in last year uh, and uh, a little tiny dot. I mean, if I took a black magic marker and just dot it myself, that was the size of it. It, it, it created a whole 
domino effect of things that had to happen. Awesome. So, that, so then I had the, the mole taken off, uh, biopsied. Then I had to go in and have surgery where they took out, you know, a huge chunk of skin, took out a couple of lymph nodes. And then there was a, ultimately a diagnosis uh, that ended up being wrong, thank goodness, uh, of whether it metastasized or not. But in the meantime, they sent me through all these other batteries of tests, including a, a PET scan. Uh, and then after that, three months after that, I ended up being sent back for CAT scans. And I had an MRI of the brain, a PET scan of my whole body. And then I recently, a few months ago, had a, a CAT scan or CT scan mm-hmm. uh, of my uh, upper body and then one of my uh, abdomen area. And lo and behold. And lo and behold, we find that there's nodules on thyroids, <laughs> in lungs, uh, an embolism and and uh, and a uh, it's embolism and, and an aneurysm. Now, you the, know, even when we're born, this perfect, beautiful child in a hospital. Yeah, we are not born perfect. Well, there speak are, for yourself. There okay. are abnormalities, some known, some unknown. They either show up later in life, or they sit there dormant for your entire life and they never. Oh, I know. Yeah, come awake. Yeah. So when you get older and you are being subjected to scans and tests, yeah, I think it's more common than not that things are going to turn up that you don't expect. Now, your question is, is it better to know or not know? Well, that depends. (laughs) If there's something you can do about it to extend your life. Wouldn't you want to know? Yes, I would. Yes and no. Yes and no. Yes, yes and no. <laughs> oh well, and that's I, good to know, no, Leo. Well, let me let me let me <laughs> remind tell you. me to do the driving let, let, from now on. <laughs> do, you, do you know why I'm bringing this up right now? Tell you, me. You you wouldn't know. Um, there was a. Is a, there something you need to tell me? Well, there was a story on Apple News. Okay. And many of the stories I can't get on Apple News because even though you have a subscription to oh, it that you can go. share with everyone yeah, and that yeah, you've yeah, been yeah. promising me to put me on the feed, Uh, it hasn't happened. But this was one of the ones that you could get for free. Maybe if I get the new iPhone for Christmas. Yeah, okay. I'll put you on my Apple feed. Okay, well, maybe if you you put me on your Apple feed, I'll think about the new iPhone for Christmas. (laughs) So anyway, one of the stories was a... A medical school student, and this, you know, this is what happens when you wake up at four in the morning and you're just kind of awake and you read news for 30 or 40 minutes before you can fall back to sleep. A medical school student, she was, they were learning how to do uh, ultrasounds okay. of the thyroid. And she found a nodule on her thyroid. Okay. Uh, and she called the professor over and showed the results to the professor who said, you need to go and and have it checked up. Oh, my God. So then she ended up making an appointment with uh, a, a doctor somewhere. And this is what I was asking you today. I wonder, I they found a nodule on my thyroid. And I forgot all about it until I read this article. <laughs> right now, I was very happy. And, and I'm told, by the way, that it's very common for people to have nodules on their thyroids, inside their lungs. But it doesn't matter. Once you have that in your head. Oh, I know. Then that's all you think about. Oh my gosh, it, it's like the it's like the one imperfection that that you see uh, on the wall, and you're the only person that can see it. But every time you're in that room, that's all you see is is that tiny little imperfection. Well, it ended up that she uh, went to get a, a, an ultrasound done professionally, mm-hmm. and it was a stage one of of cancer. 
Wow. So she was able to get that taken care of at, at an early, early stage. Now, I think her answer to the question is yes. It's better to know. Well, yeah. In, in many respects, I think that's, that's true. Now, you're asking me if it's better that I know. And my answer to you is yes, absolutely. But there's so many little things now. <laughs> I mean, when you, when you read, the problem is today with, you know, we're in, a, we're in a very technologically advanced society, obviously. We have internet access. We have the ability to look things up after we hear a diagnosis. Mm -hmm. So now we get out to Google. And this is what I did, you know. I typed these things in, in Google. Uh, there's a... Oh, and there's probably 50 there's, million there's, things that well, it could be. One of my abdominal arteries apparently has a, I don't know, it's either an aneurysm or an embolism. I can't remember which, which one it is. But apparently there's sizes that matter. Well, size does matter. Apparently that's a whole, that's a whole, <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole other episode, Haven't isn't we it? we talked about we, that before? We did years ago, yeah. <laughs> I wonder if we could even replay oh that. Oh, my God. Uh, but apparently size does matter on these things. Sure. Uh, but the thought that you have something that could burst like a balloon, even though it's not the size that people worry about. That's why I'm doing the driving from now you on. You worry about it yourself. Mm -hmm. And will that cause your blood pressure to rise? <laughs> which is the un one. And of then you'll have a stroke. Which is no one of the underlying <laughs> problems with these aneurysms or embolisms. So it becomes it becomes self inflicting almost well one of the things i learned and i mentioned this very briefly in one of the other episodes i am a cancer survivor i did have a hallelujah very, by the way yes hallelujah thank you god i had a very rare form of leukemia and i had no idea my only symptoms were really fatigue i went for a yearly checkup and during that checkup there was an abnormality in my blood and from there i went to the mayo clinic in jacksonville and eight months later i was in remission it was a difficult road however probably one of the best things that ever happened to me in my life believe it or not because it redirected my focus to things that were truly important and it also through the practice of yoga taught me how to look inward to find peace. And I find that that really helps me. I actually know how to control my blood pressure through deep breathing exercises that I learned while I was going through cancer treatment. I'm so, looking for my uh, little thumb and uh, your pinky little symbols. symbols. <laughs> yeah. ding, ding, well, ding, 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 ding. So when you have something like leukemia, there are so many components to blood and whenever I go, I go yearly to be checked, the tests I get back are voluminous, and it's every component of your blood and the percentage of their presence in the blood. Down to a molecular yes, level. Yes, right down I mean, to the but, molecular but level. Literally molecular. And it's amazing. It is. But I will say, yes, it is better to know for me because I can see that through diet, through exercise, through mindful meditation, I can actually help my body stay healthy. And that's a very important thing that most people don't think about as we run around all day eating junk food and drinking a lot of alcohol and smoking cigarettes and doing drugs or whatever, that we're harming our body and our bodies are so forgiving. We can punish them over and over and over again and they still try 
to right themselves, stay balanced, stay centered, stay healthy. But sometimes your body says, you know what? You gave me too much stuff and I can't fix this. And then we get sick. So I like knowing, I like feeling that I'm participating in my ongoing health. But also it reminds me that life is a gift and we don't know how long we have the gift and we should appreciate every moment of it, try to live the best life we can live. And there's something about having had cancer and surviving it that really does make you appreciate the gift of life even more. So well, of course, that's a long-winded, it uh, was long-winded. answer, yeah. but it's yes. And I would like to say at the tail end of this that one of the things I came to appreciate immensely were the generous people in this country who donate blood. Yes. And that this is not something that is mandated by law. It's not something you're ever forced to do against your will. People give out of a generosity of spirit, and I have to say to them, thank you, thank you, thank you, because without that generous gift, I would not be sitting here today. So if you can, and you're able, donate blood. It's very important for those of us that need it. Uh, You don't always know when you're going to need it, but it's nice to know it's there when you do. What a great Christmas uh, idea, too. Absolutely. Right? And it is red, Give so it's the kind, gift of, it's of kind of blood. festive. Yeah. <laughs> but all right, let, let's get back to what I was talking about before you derailed everything. <laughs> I guess this is why it's Lisa and Leo, not Leo and Lisa. Uh, well, can't we share? Well, we can. We can. Uh, but one of the things that I found by knowing about it now, let's, let's say the nodule on the lung. And, and I don't want to be Debbie Downer. And by the way, I'm fine. Uh, they, they apparently are probably uh, absolutely benign. Uh, but after the PET scan where they, they find it, then they say we're going to rescan you in six months to see if it has grown. So now during that time, you're wondering, is this thing growing? Is this thing growing? You have to wait like the six months time period so that they can now check something on the baseline that they just created which is something that could have happened to you or you could have had this nodule for 20 years, but you just, you just don't know. So luckily I, I weighed it, but there's a certain anxiety. And for, you of know, course there I, is. I'm not a person that has a lot of anxiety. Right after, now, wait a minute. That's not even true. If I said it's true, it's true. <laughs> it is not All right, true. I, I worry about a lot of things. Everything. Uh, everything, okay. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, leading up to it, you're, you're wondering, because you're talking about, not only your life, but you're talking about how your life affects Impacts others. Affects Absolutely. Others. And the ripple effect, it, it's very much like if you want to know how your life would impact others, you need to watch It's a Wonderful Life oh, with Jimmy great Stewart. Great film. Right? Yep. And that just shows the, the impact that a, any particular Decision life that you has on, yep. uh, on, on the lives of, of many, many, many others, generations to come. Yep. Uh, but you start wondering... What if, what if, what if, right? And then once you finally get the results, and in this case, they they came back and said, hey, your lung looks great, but by the way, we found a spot now on your thyroid. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay, well, thank you. You're just a mess. Let's cross that one off the list. Let's use the dry erase marker and and take that one off. Well, think of her her grandparents and think of their parents and generations before that. Yeah. No scans, no tests. You felt sick, you went in, you, you would lie down, 
and you would either wake up or you wouldn't. I mean, well, that's it. Yeah, in that's a true. way, in a way, there was a beauty in not knowing because there was no anxiety. Right. You didn't think, oh my God, and for six months I'm going to worry. But I'm telling you, if you practice mindful meditation, and it's super easy to do, you can find a way to almost detach yourself from that worry. And when you do that, every system in your body benefits. Because when you worry, when you have anxiety, stress, anger, whatever, depression, all these things affect the systems in your body. They affect your blood pressure. They affect your general feeling of well-being. It affects how you eat your food. If you're depressed and you sit down and you start eating a bag of cookies. Oh, don't, don't go there. You know, we, 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 we bought cookies today. And too many cookies. They were delicious. Sugar, oh my gosh. Sugar is poison. Look, you know and what? People will understand this. It's Tate's Bake Shop cookies, walnut chocolate chip cookies, and lemon They were delicious. Cookies. Yes. They, they were delicious. And you know what? There's two of them still in front of me. I'm ashamed to eat them because you gave me such a bad time. You you fat shamed me, Lisa. You fat shamed <laughs> I me. I did not. You, you cookie shamed me. This has nothing to do with fat. This has to do with sugar and too much sugar really not being good for the body. And for those of you who are listening that are cancer survivors or have family members that are, you know that the first thing you should give up is sugar. It helps cancer cells grow. And that's a fact. So sugar is bad. Well, I, apparently, bad. I can tell you that from <laughs> my, my dentist, uh, who I just found, oh, a new, yeah. just found a new dentist. Yeah. Didn't realize that, you know, I, I hadn't been to, I, I used to go to the dentist regularly, twice a year for the uh, cleanings and what have you. And then the pandemic hit. And I literally. You stopped. Yeah. I, I just finally went back. And uh, things are. Things are not looking up for me. They're looking up for the endontist, <laughs> periodontist, and, and dentist, all of whom have told me that in no uncertain terms, I'll be helping put down a down payment on their new boats. But or funding their European vacation that's, next that's year. That's true, yeah. But I have a question, because we were driving in the car for quite a few hours, and we decided to listen to some of the old radio shows that we were doing. I've been putting a few of them up to the website, lisaandleo.com. And I'm wondering today, since you're feeling, what's the word? I have no idea what you're talking about. So I'm wondering today if, nostalgic? You're, if you're feeling that you want to talk about your health. Are we getting older? Because isn't this are what we, old are, people are talk older? about all the time? Okay, let, let's I have a nodule. I have this. I have that. I had a scan. And the scans, by the way, sound like animals. I had a pet scan. I had a cat scan. Oh. Do they have a dog oh, yeah. scan? They have a dog scan. Well, that, 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 they, have the a down, downward dog? they have the downward dog scan. Yeah. Um, Is this a sign we, that we're we just getting old? Getting old uh, of, of, yeah. Or in my back or in my neck. Look, you know, I always thought at, at our age we would have built up a portfolio of stocks, bonds, et cetera. What I found since January of this year when I first was diagnosed with the uh, melanoma. Is that we Is might that, as well spend it all. That, no, is that I've built up a portfolio of physicians. <laughs> I, I mean, now I have a pulmonologist. I have oh, I have the new general the, the new uh, general practitioner. I have a melanoma surgeon. I have a new dermatologist. I had a, another uh, melanoma 
oncologist. oncologist. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it, now I have to apparently find someone for the thyroid. A radiologist. I have to find someone for the <laughs> thyroid. And that's what I was asking you today uh, in the car. I was like, who do I even call for that? And and apparently for the embolisms or aneurysms oh or whatever, I, I have to find a vascular surgeon. Yeah, it's uh, fun getting old, Because isn't it? I guess for these people to send you in for more CAT scans every X number of months to see if it's grown. Because the concept of, of that is is a, a go under the knife and where they cut open an aorta and, and then having to uh, use a, a piece of tissue from somewhere else to reconnect it. Well, yeah. you have plenty of tissue, so you don't have to worry about that. And also, remember, when we... Is that were, like Kleenex? <laughs> I mean, do they use Kleenex brand tissue? When we were growing up, we had a doctor. And our doctor covered everything. Oh, didn't he come to your house on horseback? No. I mean... <laughs> Nobody did come to the house. Are we getting older? Yeah. Dr. Anderson. I remember his big black doctor bag. And he gave us sugar pills and a little glass vial with a little cork stopper if we were good when he gave us the exam. And I think it's the state of medicine at this point. It probably has a lot to do with you lawyers out there. There's a specialist for every part of the body. So, yeah, you start to build up. Different specialists as different parts yeah. of your body look, require attention. Even though, even when we were on air 10 years ago, we were still apparently by that definition old because we would go out with friends at night or we would go over to friends' houses mm-hmm. or have them over. And inevitably, the talk ended up coming to doctors and ailments. Ailments? What's an ailment? Uh, ail- Is that an element and an, an ailment? An ailment. Okay. Combined? Yeah, it is. It's an element <laughs> and an element combined. Right? I mean, we would talk about things like that. But we, that's why I'm we asking you. We would never you. even talk about the movies. How's the movie? Blah, blah, blah. Who cares? It's, oh, you know, I pulled a muscle in my shoulder. Oh, my <laughs> rotator cuff. You know, it's so funny because, you know, my, my hip went out the other day. It uh, is funny, You know, actually. my blood pressure. Uh, hey, for those of you millennials who are listening or Gen Zers or whatever, whatever. And I hope it happens to you. It's a, coming. Yeah. I mean, I don't care what anybody says. And there are some organs that they can replace now. They can give you a heart transplant. And yeah. there's some amazing things. But, you know, we're not meant to live forever. That's just the truth. Look, there's only two organs on me that are absolutely perfect and still working great. One's the brain and the other I'm not going to mention. <laughs> And with and, that, and some people think that they're the same. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> oh God! I think it's time to say sayonara. Until next time, guys. Lisa and Leo, signing off. <laughs>